Mayele bakapos kapaile brokota ja ikana mandos kitaile brokota rakata o sikele brakapondo selebros yada bashatande kele brakata o skeketele bramamando shakaila brakapando selebrakato de bokotande de bo ilabashanda dadaba makapaile brokota zidado do bo kamandish katai la paile brakapaile Brokotai, Zete Bobo, Sila Baba, Makata Pile Broshkatai, Zomandoshka Ikaile Braskatando Sha Ikala Brakata, Mande Yada Baba, Yakapapa do Komande Kelebrakata, Ja, Ila Brakoska Librodo Shamande Katapa Kelebrakata, Zotondi Ikando Shadai, Makama Mamosko Popondo Ikapaila Broko, Ila Brandoskatai, Yeda babashkata, rada babarakata, yeke libro kumara bashata purukota tateke librakatondo shadai, li mando se libaba librakata, yada bashada bakara bakaturu kutande sha ikapai librodosa, matando skalabradas katai, la ikatano mama masi tetete, yada bakata, librakusa, makato se librada babashkata, katai raba ikamarabashande ikando selibashkatai zedobobosa makapando shadai rada babando ikapaile bra ikamando shande ikele brotoskatai jedete makando sekoma mamande selibroto shala babando katade dedobosa ilobrokokata makande selebro ikapaile bro imamande seta rokomande shadai la bosca pa sata papa calabrocoto e comandos la bracata e yadaba chata e comande que le bracatando chadai raka mando se baba lobra e calabracata jata papapando cha e calabracata zorobo chata macapande e la bracata da bosca maracatando chadai la baba se cababa so comando chatande e la bracata malabasketa zorobo chata Makapala barabase tetete kele brokopa zonoska pala brakatande de bush leta ili brokomande sele raba raba baba sukototondo shadai rada base le brabakatondo shadai rata makoto kumaraba shande de bo raba bando kitete ili brata makapapando shiketete ili brakata o sila baba baba bobosa makando shadai Rababa sekete rokomando sadadaba shata ikamando shedebo radababando korabatete lebro ikando skata yeda bashka papando rabababa so rokomande seledababo skatai shekete lebro mando skatai yada bashkata lebro katata ando seledaba rapapapando popos ketete lebro kota yada baba shete Lebroko, Mande Yadabash Katan did it boo, Rakapapa Yadababa, 
so katondo sha rababa ba sikala baba makando shadai radaba baba sokoma mamande selidaba rokoma yadaba shatai librosa ikomando do wosha rababa libra ikapando shadai radaba ba setete rokomando shkapapando shededebo rakile brokomando shadai rapando skita e yadaba shandai rokomandosa labraika manda daba roko ketete lebrakata zekana male brokokata dabashkata makele brokoto janda ikata makando sela baba bando korokoto sheda baba sonde kalababasketete lebrokota jatane ke lebrokopai lebrokotai lebrokotai zalabrakata o kapa makele bro sete makaila bra silo broko papa papande kitete le broto sakatai yada bashkatai libra ikata mandos ke paila bra ikapot sukuta ye makandos ke tala bra ikapala bra soto libra mandos katai yeda bashkapando shadai rada baba ba ketala bra ikapa o shadai laba ikapa libra ikapa pandos keta rada baba sekili brokota makapa de kaila brakapai le brokotondo shadai zeta mando ke lebrakata o ke lebrata papando ke lebrando shkatai yada baba shatai rakamando shkala ikapa o sedede lebraka yada baba yada baba kabando ke lebrato shadai Yada babando sikando shande de de bosha eka maya labratosa eka pa roba se lababande yada bashka paile brokomande yada bande keta rababa kapa babando skata le bashkata o sikapapando yada bashande katai rada babase komomando shatai rabaska pando ikando shande la Mande yada babando kota, seda babando kota, rabake tete lebroto, ye makai lebroko pande de deboshkata, zida bababando kota, lebraka paske tete lebrokota, lebrakata lebrokoti lebrokota, yeda bakando shkata, raba rika mando kata. Yeda bakete boko koko taile brakata yada bashkana mando sedaba ora bande kedebo mande kapaile bro ikapos kotondo yadaba shekete taile bra ora bashanda daba raba bando kabaile bro koto shade ikaila brakapando sando do boshkata yeda baba bashkapa Oh, ida ba yada ba yekata pa mando shande ilabauskata roko papande shikabando yada ba bande librakata roba roba kopoposka pande de bosha mande kete librada oh yada ba bande kete ilabra sokomande ilabra ba bando kobande yada ba bando shadai libroto sikapande ilabra baba yada ba Shana mamando kupaile, oh ni mande ya 
Labashka Pilebro, Celebra I Capano Shapando Cabilebro, Mande Secete Telebro I Capilebro Coto, Maya Labashka Pa, O Macaile Broco Pando Salabros Camanecete, Lebroco Mandos Capai. Labra ikando shadai leta papa o kapapa ilebro mande kilebra dosa yada baba shada ikabando shadai labra kababando shekele brokota ilebro komando shandekete manda kababa so komando yada basketa yada ba yada ba raka papa pando shadai roko mande debo salaba shande debo o maka Kaili broko mande sala brakata shande dedebo brataka makada boska pai ropa pande kala bashka pando shadai raba baba kapando seketete rada baba bariki maraba shatapurukoto sedeli broko pando shadai libra ikapapando yadabando katai shake libra kata. Mandos ke papa pande librakata ora babande ke librokomando shadai rababa ke poya la bashande ikamando kobroskata yeda bashe ke librokomando yada bande kita oskapa yada babando kalabashande libraga doskata ye mandos kapando yada ba rababande ke tete libro shakata libradabosa Mande kadaba shakaba bando seketete rada babando selededebosha raba 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 baba tekela o kapando shande ilabo makando shkapaile bro sidaba bando shande ketete makaba rodoskata elabra baba libra baba libra baba kalabrokotai ikapando shamande kilibrada bos kapande ilabro Ay, lebrosa dai, mando yada bashkatai, la basha papando kikete lebrokota, yada bashka librok mandoskatai, sande ikando shadai, madabaske lebradabosa, ora bamba labroskatai, seda bababa shatande ikara, mande kete lebrokomandoskatai, shadai ikamandoskatai. Mande yada bababando kuraba shande dibu raba raba kapale brabandos kolobrosko tai shande kile baba makaba raba shkapando ra ikapando shadai mando robosha ikababa sala brakadaba shande dibu raba bande sekete tete libro mande yada baba skapando shale bra ikamando shadai. Ada bakada basketa roko pande yada baba o mari bashka pande yada bashkata o ye de de bobo la brada baba bande ketete le brokopa yada babandos katai yada bashka libro komandos katai yada baska mando shande de bo raba baba baska pado korikita mande kanos kapai 
Oh Mariba, Yeda Baba Shadeke Tailbro, Oh Mande da Babande Kela Brakatando Shatai Ikapando Shadai, Rabababando Kokokota, Zeda Baba Kelebro Koto, Ila Bando Salabrakata, Ekalabra, Ekelebra, So Komande Kadai, Ekomandos Katai, Jadi Ikapando Shadai Libra, Ikandos Katande Ikados Katai, Makai Pando. Libra, Ilabrada, Mandos Kababado, Kokoros, Katande, Ilabashande de Bo, Mandalababa, O Libra Ikamando, Shadai de Bakatando, Rabando Koto, Yadababando, Kalabrakata, O Sikamande Ketete de Boskata, Manda Yada, Ilaboskoto, Ikapando Kota, Ilabrakatende de Boskatai, Yadabakaton. Ikalibro Kotando Shadai Zada Babando Kelebra Katando Shikapande Ikandis Ketai Rabando Shande Ketai Rada Baba Rakapa Mandes Ketete Doboshkapai Maliko Marabashka Mande Kelebro Kota Zekala Brokomando Shande Kelebrata Rababani Kamando Shadai Rada Baba Sekete Rababa Komando Shande kilibro kotande shekete ilibroko makaba ikando shkata ilibro ondos kotande shadai libroko popondo shadai rabababa sekete te ilibro mando shkadando ikai ilibroko ta zeka pando shande kete roko mando shande dadabo shkatai rabababa dukotai oria bahasari ande. Zigede bore ata brandoj na hatiga da bahadela. Zebele koria ata brandoj na hatige bedidi. Nanto lebre kinanzo bretika baradi. Zebro kwarele brenonde brekisa badida. Rebo konante bre ishka da bahadila baradaila. Zebre to bedetikende rebekete. Zebrendo rebo sigede bedeha. Zebra dunne de bekishta bahadi Zebra kunante breketi Zebra kototobo siketebre Maruka tevronte brekista brati edede Zigerebo labra tunante brekiti Zebe tetebelekete Zebra konande brekishka bababwata Lebronende zebra kuraiba atiga Zebra non de beketi barakati Lamonte Adonte 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 Lebeli Katila Bahada Zabro Corente Brekis Kabada Rabaila Torembre Ishke Betikali Barada Zebro Katiba Atonente Bekete Rekete Bari Katabarata Rekete Boroko Sibra Tatata Rekete Brokunanta Bakaske de Berekete Zebre Kotobedin de Reketi Zibroko tabaka tebreke tebe Zebre korembe reketiti Zibronde brekiza bado labado 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 Jivre breko sibrante gedi Rekete bon tabariakata Zebre kwatibra korente breketi Zebe to debedon tebeleketon debeleketa Labroko sebrekita barakatia brakata Rakata broko to broko sebreke tebe Zebre konanta bariakata 
zibro tobedika lebodika zebro kotebrekete beleketina ntabada rabos kebedi Zibra torekete bidgaika, jabro koreba santa bariata, lekwete beleketonde beleketia, zibra kwatabante beleketa ilahada, jabo labo labro korekete brantos kababa, rekete brakuria taba, zebre konente brekisto boronte beketi. Zebre kwananta bariakata, zebroko to brekete brokotika, zebre ketita brakata, zebre kunante beketi, zebra kuria babata, zeba, 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 zebebebetia, jabarokonte bekete, ebele kuria tanda basiketeba, rekuria ta. Zebeketorika taba lasoboronto bokoteha zilanto rekenemanto belika rebeika tabra asoporokotonia ebonta baria katobasa lekatabosa barabosakata lebrekwete belika taba jebelekwataila akoto boneketia etebonta bababa. Tetetetia lekwataba eto bakata rekete beleketa ikata balukute menketia zebre kwanto rikataba ato boa ekete boleketia eta barakatelebe shanta bahada zebeleketoria kata zebeleketolia bakaturie kata. Zebelekoto Mahadi Lekwete Benente Belikaila Atomonto Rekesebeleketai Zibeletonde Lebeletonde Beletonde Beleta Zibelebelebelebe Kuriata Lebelebelebe Kuriata Raba Santa Baha Atorekete Beleketa Zebre Korinta Bababwa Rekwate Bruske Dibirikiti Zebele koto bariakata, lako sobele ketenente ba, likwata ba, likwata ba, likwata ba, lekwete beleke sunta ba, likwata baraka rungete behedi, rebeleke tunda bariakaila, zibara koto remekete bea, ilebeletea, ibeletea, ibelebelebetea. Rekete beleke sunta boa, rikata barakatoa, ekete beleke toa, 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 latoa kata barakatetea, ekatetetea, lebai kata, atotototo bakatia, reboatata, itetetea, leto.
Kabaikata, Etatate Borokototo, La Baba, Eketiba, 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 La Quatatatea, Ector, Ector, Etetetia, Lecotor, 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 Lacatatia, Lecotaba, Eketibotaba, La Totor, Ekatati. Ador, 
commentaire et commentaire et commentaire et les qu'est-ce dire watu et toi les bababa man peut te dire et kababu et kababu et kababu et kababu et les qu'est-ce la toi et qu'est-ce pour à terre la tototo Mantati Labopo 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 Latte 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 Latte
Ah, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, tonight. We bless you. We give you praise and glory. Masumiri eki ne mahadia, jevede beleketina. Arumando zivre mengo di bahadi. Tonight we join the general assembly. We take our place in the courts of the Church of the Firstborn. Tonight we have come to an innumerable company of angels we take our seats in the presence of the spirit of just men made perfect ah tonight we admit the testimony of the blood that speaks on our behalf better things than the blood of abel And to Christ, the mediator. Aito, melikalaba sinana hadia. Tonight, everything is possible. All things are possible in your glory. Like Hezekiah, we beset the wall with our face. Ah, we make siege with our panim. Erudai lava nunde ikalaba zuria tega dabada. Jaledom. Jaledom, Maria Tela. Elegeninandoria tavalia. Awa seninda. Awa seninda. Ego. 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 Hmm. 
Mm -hmm. We receive grace, grace from on high, to run and not be weary, to walk and not faint. Grace, O oh sovereign Lord. Mm. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. We give you right of way tonight, Lord. We declare tonight that as we speak on the earth, it is settled in heaven. Tonight we will bless. <laughs> ah, tonight we will make pronouncements that will reverberate through both eternity and time. Shadia Aikondo Shadia Aikondo Glory 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 I hear the sound of an abundance of rain Hear the sound tonight of an abundance of rain. Hmm. I hear the sound of stillness followed by thunderstorms. For the wind of the Lord is nigh at hand. Yea, it blows. For has it not been told that as the wind comes and goes and no one knows from whence it comes, so is everyone led of the Spirit but in this season, says the Lord, it will not be known from where it comes, but to where it goes, it will be clear. For the west wind doth come. The west wind, the west wind, saith the Lord. The west wind shall blow. Ask for the rain in the time of the latter rain. For mercy drops shall become a great shower. The wind of my goodness doth come and yea it shall blow 
it shall blow where it was always designed to go. All shall see it and acknowledge that I am God and your God. For behold, in this season will I restore the years that the locust, the canker worm, the caterpillar and the palmer worm have stolen. For did I not call them my army? Yea, they cannot but march at my command. And in this season I withdraw the license to afflict those who bear my name. For the silver and the gold and the cattle on a thousand hills are mine. If I were hungry, I would not ask you. If I were poor, I would not come to you for bread. Gather my people, those who have made a covenant with me by sacrifice. Gather my people, those who have made a covenant with me by sacrifice. Gather my people, those who have made a covenant with me by sacrifice, saith the Lord. For behold, I come and my reward is with me. Every eye shall see me as I arise in my glory. Gentiles will come to your light and their kings to the brightness of your rising. So shall it be according to the word spoken from the mouth of the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. We give you praise. Thank you, Jesus. We give you praise. Thank you, Jesus. We bless your name. Somebody clap your hands, all you people, and shout to the Lord. Shout to the Lord with a voice of triumph. going to be interesting at 11 p.m. tonight. Um, by the way, if you don't know, um, this entire week, 
We started yesterday. Um, and we're going to be going till Monday next week, um, seven days, as instructed, thank you, Christy, by the Lord, of emergency prayers at the press. The press is usually a prayer meeting that happens at Prayer Culture Apostolic Hub twice a week. Let's show them that flyer, Chrissy. Twice a week on Tuesdays and Fridays. Um, last week, we, well, I, uh, let me take responsibility for the, the added inconvenience <laughs> that we're having to pursue. And by the way, it's really not compulsory. Um, no one's going to come with a gun to you. Uh, it's for your benefit, but you are at liberty to take advantage or not. Um, the Lord began to give me uh, a download of a worrying download of what the enemy had planned for his agenda around the world, especially for the United Kingdom and the nation of Nigeria and for our house kingdom culture. Uh, and then in that, see, in that revelation, he ended, well, not ended, but one of the things he said was call for seven days of prayer. Uh, and then when I came out, I asked and I said, uh, how do you fit seven days of prayer into 90 days of fasting, 55 days of daily gatherings for teaching? Um, and by that time, I think we were already... We had already added the 6.30 p.m., so we were already praying for half an hour before. Um, I said, do you want us to suspend some of the seven days of teaching and just give it to prayer? He said, no. I said, how does it work? He said, the press. I said, okay, how does the press go? He said, well, start at a day, a normal day for the press and go seven days. Now, the press holds on Tuesdays and Fridays, so um, I said, do we start on a Tuesday or Friday? He said, start next Tuesday. That was yesterday. And so in just obeying, we put it out. It was yesterday while we were praying at 11 p.m. at the press, Tony, that it occurred to me. Oh, yeah. He, he, well, the Holy Spirit did point out to me that yesterday was going to be a new moon. In essence, a new Hebrew month. And that was good enough for me. It was yesterday while we were praying, I realized that seven days from yesterday would take us till the day of Halloween. In essence, we would be praying from a new moon to one of the most demonically, almost high, demo, hallowed demonic days in the year. That's where you get the word Halloween. Hallow. It's a demonic high day. And so I am of no doubt, if I ever was, that there is a specific agenda to these seven days of prayer. And I know it's a lot. Uh, and, and, and let me... Uh, um, let me say this, just for the record. If you think that it is a lot for you to follow, um, I want you to reverse engineer how much of a lot it is for the human being who is, quote and unquote, leading this season of consecration. Um, I would like to tell you that I'm so annoyed that it's just a breeze. That would be a lie. Um, there have been days in the last few weeks where literally an hour before it was time to come, my body would say, nope, I'm not interested today, you go. 
And then literally with 10, 15 minutes to go, the grace of God, and this is one of the ways I know that this is quote unquote uh, God's instruction because he has never uh, not supplied the energy to prosecute what he wants. And sometimes I get upset because literally once we're done for the night, it lifts. I'm like, can I keep this? Um, every week so far, I've taken either a day or two to, well, the first week was because I was ill. But then this week was more precautionary than anything. The Holy Spirit said, listen to your wife. And my wife said, you must take at least one or two days a week to recuperate. Uh, one of my big brothers, uh, Pastor Fola Olaoye, called me uh, two nights ago and said, make sure you take time to rest every week. So uh, I'm listening to both my wife and my elder brother, uh, and I believe the Holy Spirit. But there's a reason for this, Tony, is what I'm trying to say. Um, when this consecration journey started, the first couple of weeks from the week of apostolic emphasis, I was literally spending all day almost in the presence of God. Like I told you, it was beautiful. I said, Lord, you know what? I, can, I, I could do this. And then he said, let's, uh, let's balance the equation. I said, what do you mean? He says, you're leading people who can't afford to spend all day in my presence. So I want you to mimic their life. And so the last 10 days or so have been, have been interesting because I'm literally having to live a full day while having to spend time keeping that weight of glory and you can sense when it's lifting you can literally sense when you're transitioning from walking in the overflow of god's glory to walking in the overflow of your human let me let me phrase this way you can tell when you're taking a break from god to live and when you're taking a break from living to pray uh, i'll give an example that i woke up in the morning I'd read my Bible, do my quiet time. And then far earlier than I would have liked, I had to sit down with some work. I mean, some administrative work. Um, one of my activities outside the pulpit is that of uh, an accountant and financial expert. And so we had some clients, pretty much the first piece of business I've done all year because it was the year end for some of our clients. And I couldn't tell them, well, it's the year end, so I'm praying. I'm in God's presence. Fill your accounts. And so I had to get involved with my, uh, with my, my team, my business team, to make sure we delivered that uh, engagement. And still make sure, Tony, that there was a connection with heaven. I'm saying this to say, I am not doing this because I'm jobless or bored. The reason for this journey is because God has spoken. Like I said on day one, the God of the Hebrews has met with me and given an instruction. And we will see the fulfillment of the word of the Lord. Somebody say amen. We will see the fulfillment of the word of the Lord. And so every day, 7 p.m., and for these seven, day, seven days, 11 p.m., 
We will do it. We will take charge of the unseen realm and download into the scene the full purpose and counsel of the Lord. And God's people said, Amen. of course, don't forget that when this journey, quote unquote, ends, it'll be time for the summit. Um, by the way, Chrissy, can we play that summit video? Uh, the, the most recent one. I like it. I love it. I, let, let, let's, in case anybody hasn't seen it, that's kind of like my favorite one. So before we go into the word of the Lord tonight, uh, just sit back and be reminded of what you have to look forward to come November. The cost of living in the UK is rising and it's changing people's lives. Russian airstrikes and bombardments culminate in China. Apostolically, God is raising around the world in this season. Wrestled with the Lord, he wrestled with God. The culture of the kingdom. Whoever the spirit descends upon you need the intervention of grace. Because there has to be a transition and brightness of your rising. Your rising will bring brightness. Lord, yet my secret place is weary and dry. Still hear my cry, please hear me right now. To seek your face, Father. We have this opportunity because we are welcome into your very presence, Father. So whatever you pray for, I will do it. Amen. Uh, I'm, just re I'm just hearing reports that you couldn't hear that as loud as you would have liked because of the volume. Well, maybe we will run that video one more time before the end of tonight, uh, and we'll make sure the volume is correct at that point. Uh, but in the interim, let us go to the word of the Lord tonight. Now, um, a reminder that there is a video or there is a playlist in the video. Oh, okay, that was my volume. Okay, good. There's a playlist in the video description of whatever platform you're watching on tonight with the entire journey we've been on. Um, please, if you didn't start from day one, well, technically it's day three you want to start from because the first two days were an overlap with the week of apostolic emphasis. So technically day three on the playlist is the beginning of this journey. Chrissy, maybe you want to take off the first two videos so that there's no... My volume is still low. Okay, I'm not sure what's going on, but uh, let's see what we can do. Uh, doo -doo -ba -ba -ba. 
my volume is low, my volume is low. Is my volume still low? Let me know, is my volume still low, folks? Or can you hear me fine? Okay, that's better, good. And so like I said, Chrissy, maybe take off the first two days, but the curriculum we've been following for this period really started on day three. And it's important. We cannot repeat everything every single day, or we will never get to teaching the curriculum for that day. But everything ties together. It is important that you follow through, line upon line, precept upon precept. Amen. So please, 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 because today, first of all, on Sundays moving forwards for the next few weeks on Sundays, I am going to be tying up what we're teaching in practical context to understand how to live victoriously spiritually. But today we're shifting essence. Like I said, every single day, there are days where we move from one level to the other and we follow, it's an immediate sequel. The other days where we just jump because of time. Uh, we'll be back next year with some other form of this curriculum. You may not take 20 days in which we'll go deeper on certain things. Uh, this is like a, a school program. You go from integrated science to, to chemistry, physics, and biology in high school, and then you go to engineering, medicine, and or any other science in university. And even when you finish your first degree, you specialize. There'll always be stuff, but we're trying to give a broad foundation. And over the next few months and year or two, we will really take the building up. But today we're shifting. So I'm going to say we're shifting. And the focus of today is Jesus. The question now is, where does Jesus fit in everything we have learned so far? And if anybody says, and perhaps you, you ask yourself like I did when God first began to deal with me about this curriculum. And I said, Lord, how do you teach a Christian discipleship curriculum? Because that's really what this is. This for me is Christianity 101. You may think it's deep. To the man who grew up at the time Jesus was alive, this would have been Christianity 101. And the question then becomes, why have we waited by my calculation? Today is day 17 that I have taught, if I'm not mistaken. It's 21, no 16. Today is day 16 that I have taught. It's day 21, but there have been five days if I do the calculation where I was not the one who was on the microphone. And so the question then becomes, how do you wait 16 classes into a Christian discipleship course to introduce Jesus? Well, interestingly, I have also calculated, and if this was not planned, that roughly by the time we are done with these 40 days, after today, I will have another 16 days to teach. My calculation is over the exact, over the 40 days, I probably will be on the microphone 32 or 33 days. In essence, technically, Jesus is literally at the center of it all. He's in the middle. I'm not sure what that noise is over there. Pun? It's a bonfire, okay. Guy Fox, okay. They like people who die. Just joking. Um, moving on, that was a very... Uh, Inappropriate, not inappropriate, but not a very funny joke. Secondly, I want you to look at the Bible in itself as God's revelation of his curriculum. Jesus is literally in the center. 
technically. He shows up at the start of the new covenant, the New Testament. However, the entire Bible from Genesis to Revelation is hiding him. But he makes a, he makes a, an in-your-face entrance somewhere in the middle. At the beginning, he is teased, prophesied, promised, and approximated. He's presented in shadows and metaphors. At the end, he is explained and broken down and interrogated intellectually and literally brought into focus. But in the middle, he is presented. God knew that mankind could not be expected to relate with Christ correctly if he had come. If God had had his way, Jesus would have showed up the day Adam fell. The Bible says he was the lamb, in, in a metaphor, he was the lamb slain from the foundation of the world. In essence, that lamb that God killed to give skin cover and blood cover for Adam and Eve so they didn't physically die was a type, that was the first type of Jesus. However, he could not be fully displayed because the same way the law was given to condition man in the culture of our Elohim, we had to be conditioned to meet our Elohim. Are you listening to me? It took humanity thousands of years from the fall of Adam to be ready to fully understand the Messiah in his fullness. And it took the people who grew up, or should I not grow up, but people who saw him physically, Tony, three and a half years of his earthly ministry to fully unlock everything God was trying to say to us through him. So come with me to the book, and this should surprise you or might surprise you, that we're not going to the Gospels tonight to talk about Jesus. We're going to the book of Hebrews. Come with me to the book of Hebrews. Hebrews chapter 1. Tonight, among other things, I'm going to attempt to answer the question, what is Jesus? Not who. Remember, we started on day one with what is God. Then eventually, some days later, we went to who is God, right? Then we dealt with what is man, and eventually we got to who is man. Well, we haven't got to who is man yet, just what is in man. Today, I want to ask you the question, what is Jesus? Not who. If you want to know who Jesus is, you go to the Gospels. If you want to know what he is, among other places, you come to the epistles. And there is no epistle that perhaps answers, the answer is in every single epistle, literally. Almost every single New Testament epistle answers the question what Jesus is. But there's perhaps no better one for answering this question than the epistle to the Hebrews. Some people say Paul wrote it. Some argue that it is inconsistent with his writing style. It really does not matter whether he did or not tonight. Amen? All that matters is what it says. Hebrews chapter 1. 
Remember, we started by introducing God on day one. He is what? Spirit. Elohim. Numa, right? And like a certain type of spirit of whom he is the king and father, but he has sons, many of whom are fallen, he desires worship. Other members of that, when I say class, I'm not saying they're in his class. They're classes within classes. Does that make sense? So in the wider class, but lower than his ultimate class, is a class of spirit being that seeks worship. We de- I mean, we, I, I'm not, I can't repeat 16, pardon? I can't repeat 16 days. So go through, go through the, the playlist. We see the same God again in verse 1 of Hebrews. God who at various times, someone say various times, and in various ways. And we've looked at this already, right? Remember those two Greek words? Let's repeat them real quick. Polymeros and polytropos. What does polymeros mean? Poly means many. It means in many ways in terms of portions, meaning he did it in piecemeal. He didn't say everything he ever had to say at once. He broke it down into several different divisions, several different pieces and portions. Does that make sense? Variously as to time and agency. And what was the word polytropos? In diverse manners, meaning to some it was a dream, to others it was a vision, to some it was a divine utterance, to others it was as the brazen serpent, the rock that followed them in the wilderness, the pillar of cloud and fire, the, the, um, the, the lamb slain when Adam was, was, you know, these, in essence, various manners. So listen here. You might not have seen this this way. This is answer one to what Christ or what Jesus is. I'm going to give you roughly three or four tonight if time permits me. The first answer is, verse 2 then goes on to say, sorry, look, look at me with this please, or look with me at this please. Has in these last days, listen, spoken to us by his son. Pause. Prior to now, he divided, remember Psalm 8:4? What is man that you are mindful? Means he's important to you. He holds weight in your eyes. And the son of man that you visit, meaning you want to have interaction with him. Remember we said that every spirit that demands worship, proskineo, responds by visitation. Remember. If correctly engaged. And so that visitation under the old regime happened as a scattered, divided jigsaw puzzle. He divided everything he had to say and every visitation he had to give in essence rather than reveal himself to humanity in one go. And this should shock you. It means even men like Moses, 
Abraham, David, who we see in our mind as having had visit. In essence, men we thought walked with God didn't have the full picture. Think about that. That, that should blow your mind. That what God has for us is the sum total of all the different jigsaw puzzles he scattered around the Old Testament. So the Bible says that, <laughs> ah, let, me, let, me, let me put this correctly. It says they long to look into these things. They are not made complete without us. Hebrews 11 says, nothing Abraham enjoyed with God is compared to what the believer in today's day and age has in store. Because we are the completion of what he started we, gain, we, we have access to everything he had, plus the things that he did not have. Talk to me in the comment section tonight. I'm going somewhere. We got everything they received, but the completion was reserved for us. Now, if you go back to Hebrews chapter 2, let's go back there, Chrissy. Help me out tonight. It says, in times past, various times, scattered various ways, spoke. Oh, let's look at the word spoke real quick to, to show you the validity of what I'm saying. I, I'm, I'm trying to handle, I'm trying to caress this, this teaching tonight. I want to take my time. Someone said, take your time. Because I don't want you to miss it. I don't want you to miss it. I, I'm, I'm going to go as slow as it takes to bring you along. The word spake is the word laleo. Someone say laleo. Laleo means, listen, to speak, to say, to tell, to talk, to preach, to utter. To utter a voice, emit a sound, to use the tongue or faculty of speech. To speak, to utter, to tell. Now look at the V part. To use words in order to declare one's mind and disclose one's thoughts. There are other words for speak in the Greek. This literally means to paint the picture of my mind and my thoughts. Are you with me tonight? In essence, at various times through Old Testament history, God was disclosing his heart, his agenda, his will. Listen, but he was revealing himself God was, let me use a slightly crude analogy, but it's godly. God was like a bachelor going to a Christian event, hoping to find a future wife. And he finds this nice girl, and he begins to take her out on dates. Does that make sense? Now, you cannot, well, today's generation would do well to understand this because you guys think you can, uh, but you cannot reveal or attempt to understand everything there is to know about a man or a woman at the first date. Y'all meet someone for like one week and talk about how you're soulmate. How can you be soulmate when you don't know my soul? <clears throat> I met my soulmate, really? You don't know him or her. And so over successive dates, Monday at 7 p.m. for dinner, Wednesday at 1 p.m. for lunch, Friday by going to the movies, 
a few weeks in by going on, on, a, on a double or triple date with some of your other Christian, you know, hopefully Christian, so you guys don't end up in a club, Christian couples. A few months in by going to visit his or her family. Does that make sense? Over time, each date, each conversation, does that make sense? Each interaction is a display, a revelation of the heart, of the character, of the mind, of the desires. You get to know something new about this person every single time there is an interaction. Are you hearing me? You drive to watch a, a football game together and there is road rage and the guy begins to curse in traffic and begins to swear at the guy who cut him off and winds down and shouts for him to park and get down so they can have a fight. Sister, that might want to be your last date. In essence, there has been an interaction where you have seen this guy has an anger management issue. Are you listening to me? Every time she talks about her dad and you find out she grew up in the house, he never physically or sexually assaulted us. So I'm not talking about the horrible case. I mean, he was just a flawed human being who was not perfect even though he did his best to love her. And she begins to attack him and denigrate him and, and talk down on him and, and begins to make him look like a monster. Uh, be careful because when she takes your name, she might just do the same with you. And so over time, God begins, the Bible says, when it says he spoke to the fathers, it doesn't mean that he just gave instructions. It means that he interacted with the patriarchs to reveal who he was. So no one human being in the, in the entire Old Testament had men like Moses and Abraham. They went far, but no one person had the full picture of who God was because he was dating humanity and revealing his heart and his nature successively. Let's go back there, Chrissy. Verse 2 then says, Oh, I gotta go to verse 2. Verse 2 then says, In these last days has spoken to us by his son. Let's look at the word spoken. It's the same word, Laleo. It means everything God wanted to reveal to mankind. In the old dispensation, he scattered it across several men at several times and in several ways. Y'all are too quiet in the comment section tonight. Tony, and now he centralized all that disparate Trunch, all those disparate tranches of revelation of himself into one encounter. Secondly, if you read verse 1 in the Greek, it will surprise you. And this is one of the reasons why all the people who keep talking about all this Hebrew and Greek nonsense, well, the Bible was written in that nonsense. Verse 1 says, polymeros, meaning at sundry times, divided ways, kai polytropos, in diverse manners, palai, in time past, theos lalio, ho patar. 
in different ways and in divided manners, God spoke unto the fathers. Let's look at the word ho in the Greek. Notice, it does not mean, let's look at it now, see, look, the King James Version translated ho as unto thee. Does that make sense? So, if you take the King James, it's saying, Theos, God, spoke, Laleo, we know Theos, we know Laleo, we looked at it, ho, pata, pata means fathers. So, the King James is translating ho as unto thee, means I spoke to Tony. The word ho is being translated as unto Tony. But let's see what it means. Because this is a partially wrong translation. I use the word partially, you'll understand what I mean. Notice it doesn't say to. It is translated in the Bible overwhelmingly as which or who. Let me give you some examples. The word whole is used this way elsewhere in the New Testament. Are you ready? Let's start with which. Now all this was done that it might be fulfilled which was spoken. The word which there is whole. Now, if you put onto there, is that correct? That it might be fulfilled, unto was spoken. No. That it might be fulfilled, which? Someone say which. Which. In essence, the word is not pointing to something as something, something happened to. It is pointing to something as the thing that happened are you with me so far? I know this is a little bit confusing, but stay with me. See, this is, this is how you must understand the Bible. The word which there, it says that it might be... So, if I say, Tony, um, that's the keyboard which I was talking about. What does the word which mean? It's a keyboard, isn't it? That's the preacher which we spoke about yesterday. What is the witch? The preacher, isn't it? This is the Bentley which I promised you I would buy for your wedding. What's the witch? It's the Bentley. So I can't translate it as this is the Bentley onto... No. That would mean something is happening to the Bentley. Something is happening to the preacher or the keyboard. When you put that word which, it is the keyboard that is happening. That's the keyboard which we spoke about buying. That is the keyboard, right? The keyboard is the one that will be, you get the point. Please let me know in the comment section that you understand. Because this is very important to make this point. Let's look at another way it's translated. It's translated as who. The word who, right? Okay, so for instance, and Jacob begat Joseph, the husband of Mary, whom was born Jesus, who is called Christ. Who is the who? Who is the who there? 
The who is Christ, isn't it? The first Simon who is called Peter. What's the who? The Simon, isn't it? Tony, help me out. Help me out. Help me out, right? The point I'm trying to make here is that word is not... It's quiet in the comment section. Folks, please let me know you're listening or that you understand. This is important. I don't want to move on if you don't get this. Please let me know in the comment section. Don't be quiet tonight. There's a, there's a whole bunch of you here. Let me know that you understand because this is very important. Please, a couple of people type to let me know you understand. That word whole, right, is not translated as unto. It cannot be translated as unto because when you see the word, it is talking about a thing that is the object that thing is active not passive it's not that something is happening to the thing it is that the thing is happening the thing is the the thing is the object that is actively performing something okay so you understand right right so now let's go back to see what this means with that understanding let's go back and retranslate Hebrews chapter 1, verse 1, because it will blow your mind if you understand it correctly. Remember, it is poly polymerous, sundry times, chi and polytropos in diverse manners, palai, meaning in the, pre in the past, in time past, ho theos. It's the same word there again, right? Ho, right? Meaning, God, it's not saying something is happening to God. It's saying God is happening to something. Ho Theos God spoke Laleo Ho Pata. So it is not God spoke to the fathers. It is God spoke through the fathers. Does that make sense? The correct understanding of that verse would be at diverse times i think we sorted it and in diverse ways god spoke meaning he revealed his nature heart desire plans he revealed himself he no who am who who is modest man that you are mindful and you visit and it says god visited humanity through <coughs> the lives and the experiences of the fathers. In essence, the Old Testament patriarchs were all designed, each of their lives, each of their ministries, their mistakes, their right decisions, by right? everything about God's interaction with them was designed to be a message about who he is to humanity and that's why almost all the names of God from the Old Testament are derived from an event or an interaction that God had with somebody in the Old Testament almost all Jehovah Jireh was God revealing himself through Abraham by providing a ram when he needed a sacrifice are you with me Baal Perazim, God of the breakthrough, was God revealing himself to David 
when he needed victory against the Philistines. Are, are you following me? Let me know. Because, see, folks, if you're wondering why I keep asking you to talk to me, if we don't get to this part in verse 1, the rest of this falls down. And I need to know you're with me. Every Old Testament patriarch was God dating mankind. We know he is the captain of the hosts of heaven because of how he revealed himself to Joshua. Every man or woman, especially because when you, and you must understand Hebrews, see, Hebrews is a book about Jesus from beginning to end. Hebrews is actually the summary of everything we have taught in the last 15 days I've been preaching. When you get to Hebrews 11 and the Bible begins to talk about the hall of faith and how this man demonstrated faith, this man demonstrated faith, this man demonstrated faith. The Bible says without faith it is impossible to please God or to have a working relationship with God. You're seeing different polymeruses and polytroposes of how God was revealing himself through each man. Abel, Enoch, Abraham, Moses, Noah, I forgot to mention, Sarah, uh, 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 Gideon, uh, Samson, some of the people who were mentioned without their names being mentioned per se, you know, David and the rest of them, God was saying, this is what I am like by how I demanded or inspired these men to interact with me. So God was revealing himself through certain individuals and their lives in the Old Testament. And that's why when Jesus came, the princes of this world couldn't fully understand what his ministry was supposed to be about. As Dr. Heisler said in the, in the, in the documentary you sent me recently, Tony, um, they, they goofed because the plan was not in one place. Jesus was not revealed in one particular place. You had to go from Genesis to Malachi and know which dots to connect. Exactly. But... In verse 2, let's go back, Chrissy. God is saying, now, everything you need to know about me, I have told you through Jesus. Not necessarily through his words. Because remember, God wasn't talking in the Old Testament just in words to the patriarchs or in the words of the patriarchs. He was talking through his in, the entire lives and his entire interaction with them. In essence, the first answer to what is Jesus is, Jesus is the mind and the heart of God communicated. But it goes deeper. So what all those different manifestations through the lives of these men was, were all congealed. In essence, Jesus existed in the Old Testament as the summary of countless revelations, interactions, and exposures to God by mankind. And God says, now let me help you. Let me bring it into one. Now look at verse 3. Who being 
the brightness of his glory and the express image. Someone say image. Image of his person. We'll come back to the rest of that in a few days, but just focus on that. The express, someone say image. Someone say image. The express image of who? His person. So Tony, what is Jesus? The image of God. Someone say image. Now that should create a conundrum based on what we looked at last week. Remember, Adam was created to be what? God's image. Let us make man in our image and after what? Our likeness. And let what? Them have dominion. And the them was not every single man that will be born per se. God explains who the them is. So God created man in his image and after his likeness, right? And God, and then he then goes on to say he created them, male and female. So technically, the them was Adam and Eve. That was the them. Now, the them includes all of us because we are all from the nefesh of Adam and Eve. But what he was saying was, my entire image was revealed first in Adam, who at the time contained Eve. Then the last part of my image, which could not be understood, was that I am in union with myself. Notice I didn't say union, I said union. I am united with myself. That's the message of the Trinity, right? Therefore, to, to fully express what I'm like, I need to divide my image into two parts because the interaction of it with itself in two different bodies would be the final piece of the puzzle of showing the image of me. So God starts his revelation, right, in one entity, splits into two and says, that's me. And that entity's job listen, according to Psalm, Psalm 8, was to reveal him to principalities and powers. Part of why man was created was God was trying to explain himself to the rest of his creation. God was saying to those first divine rebels, y'all don't get me. So let me, re let me disrobe of my glory. Does that make sense? Let me disrobe of my power, of my fullness, Right? And let, let that light that is blinding you from seeing what I really am, let me hide it in the most base material in creation, the dust of the planet Earth. So all of you can understand me. That's what Ephesians 3 was saying. That the job of the body of Christ, the redeemed part of Adam, is to show God's manifold wisdom to principalities and powers. We were part of our creation was designed to teach a course in God's nature to the unseen realm. Unfortunately, we failed the instructor's course. 
You don't qualify to teach a course until you pass the instructor's version, do you? So Adam and Eve failed the instruction course. And over the next thousand years, this invisible God, remember we looked at the last time we gathered, two days ago, the unseen world, and persons in the unseen world. And then we started to drill down into God and his messengers. So Adam was God. It's image. I'm saying this in, in, importantly or intentionally, sorry. Adam was God's image. True on that. Adam was God's image. I'm literally saying Adam was God's image, but I'm isolating the fact that to first be God's image, he had to represent God in a level. Adam was God's image. Adam was God's image. God said to the unseen world, if you want to understand me, if you want to relate with me correctly in the unseen world, look at that guy and how the seen world will relate with him. What that guy is to the seen world the creation of Genesis 1 is what I want you to understand me as. Which is one of the reasons why the fallen unseen beings were offended. Because no longer was this just God has created another son and we're all the same. We're not the same because this one has a mandate we don't. This one... We were his image in the seen, unseen world because we were, the, we, were, we were the expression of him in, in essence, we were an extension of him in governing it. But now he's telling us that what we are to him is what the seen world is to this guy. In essence, he has been promoted above us. When Adam, unfortunately, Adam fell for he had a child. So, as Adam began to have children and they began to have children, the corruption began to work in them. However, if it had gone perfectly, God's image would have started being, quote unquote, divided through Adam's lineage. In essence, a different piece of God would have been more clearly seen and refined in each generation. God would have gone from being trapped in one man to if all of Adam's children had survived, Abel, Cain, and Seth, to three. And then, in a sense, there would have been specialization in the revelation of who God was. Does that make sense? God would have been able to more clearly fine-tune aspects of him that are locked behind other aspects would be able, and that's what humanity is supposed to be designed to do. That's why you and I are different, Tony. There's supposed to be something about God that you can clearly show that is different from what I can clearly show. But of course, the fall of man spout it. So God had to start again. He had to go back to one entity. And like the first image, Adam, 
this one had to also pass the instructor's course before he could be trusted to teach the course to principalities and powers. The first test he passed was at 12. That was the test Adam passed when he named the animals. Jesus told his parents, didn't you know I should be about my father's work? The Pharisees were shocked that he was asking and answering questions. That was analogous with Adam with the animals. That was test one. In essence, do you understand what I want each thing to look or, or be like? The second test, right, was going back with his parents and being submitted. I'm running because of time now, Luke chapter 2. The same way Adam was submitted to God, God said, Jesus, can you show your submission through your human parents? But the real analogy was the wilderness to Genesis 3. The same being, the Nahash, the serpent, Satan, that showed up and failed Adam and Eve on their course, showed up with Jesus. Both received power. Both were tested on their, because you can't teach who God is if you don't know who God is. Adam and Eve failed the test of who God was because they were convinced that God was wicked, selfish, and, had, and was trying to stop them from being something that they already were. The question to both was, has God said? The test to both was, do you understand your imagery? Do you know you are the son of God? The serpent told Eve, if you eat this thing, then you will be in God's likeness, like God. Then you become his image. Eve says, wow, so I'm not his image already. The same question was asked to Jesus. Jesus says, get thee behind me. I know I am his image. I don't need your bread or, or fruit. Does that make sense? And then, like Adam, after that test, Jesus was asked to divide into two. Adam and Eve. Jesus and church. And secondly, like Adam, was designed to begin to reveal God with each successive generation of his offspring in more refined and separated ways. In essence, if Adam was mathematics, right? By the time you get to the seventh generation, you should have divided into trigonometry and calculus and algebra. Does that make sense? But because Adam failed, as he began to divide, his revelation of God was perverted. Satan said, how can these guys teach us when they themselves are a faulty image of you? And that was how the devil knew this Jesus guy was different. 
Because he saw the... Fr- he, he, like, what's Adam doing here again? He looked and said, oh, snap. That is the image of God all over again. And notice, like Adam, he wasn't permitted to multiply till he passed his test. And so the job of the church now, the ecclesia, is to consistently birth sons who are divided, refined images of God. And that's why God gets very upset, Tony, when you and I don't walk in alignment. Because we can't be that original intention if we have not... You get the point. But let's come back to Jesus. Are you guys still with me? Have I lost you tonight? I, I, I told you we're going deep tonight. So I, I want to be as slow as I need to be. Pardon? I want to finesse this thing. Let me know that you're still with me online. So let's go back to Hebrews. There are two times that Jesus is presented in the book of Hebrews as the image of God. The first time is in Hebrews 1 verse 3. It says he's the brightness of his glory and the express image of his what? Person. The second time is in Hebrews chapter 10. Let us go to Hebrews chapter 10. And again, you will see that both times... It happens very early in the chapter. Because the writer is making a point. Listen. Actually, well, I, I, I take that back. This is not the other time, but let's look at Hebrews 10 verse 1. Let's look at Hebrews 10 verse 1. I take that back. This is not what I was looking for, but actually this is good because it's part of my curriculum. It says, the law being a shadow of the things to come, listen, and not the very image of the things. Look, the law had a shadow of what was to come, but not the image of those things. Now, that is a defining to you what the idea of the image is. And the answer is this, Tony. The law was an example of what an image is not. It was a metaphor. It was a picture, but not an image. In essence, an image is not just something that looks like something. It is something that can have the same effect as that thing. Chris, let's go back. An image is not a picture alone. The word image in the Greek here isn't just referring to a, represent, a, a pictorial representation. It's talking about something that can exert the same effect as what it is imaging. 
So the law could not be the image of the good things. Why? Because it could not have the same effect as those good things. So the Bible is not talking about Jesus being image of God in that, well, this is a, an example of what God looks like. Now, come with me to the other scripture I was talking about, which actually is not in Hebrews. It's in the book of Colossians. That was my error. It's in the book of Colossians. And it's in chapter 1. Colossians 1, verse 15. Let's start from verse 13. Actually, verse 12. Colossians 1.12, giving thanks to the Father who has qualified us to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints, the Hagios, the Kedushim, the council of heaven in the light. He has delivered us, this is how he did it, from the power of darkness and conveyed us into the kingdom of the Son of his love. And no, 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 this is the King James. I need, I need me some KJV in my life. Let's look at this in the King James. That was a new King James. Yeah, yeah. I need some KJV. Delivered us on the power of darkness and translated us. I don't have time to do with the word translate. Into the kingdom of his dear son. Listen. In whom, there's a colon there, meaning it is in this son that we have redemption through his blood. The forgiveness of sins. We'll, we'll, we may deal with all this next year. Because I don't have time to go through. through the salvation at this level is not a part of this curriculum. Like I do. This, is, this is Christianity 101. We're doing these 40 days. But look at verse 15. Who is the image of the unseen God? Now, you see why we went through the unseen world the last few days? There is one person, remember the Bible says, in, in, we looked at Romans 1, Colossians 4, and Hebrews 11. The things that are seen are temporal, things that are not seen are eternal. However, the things that you see are created or affected by the things that you can't see. And then finally, the Bible then tells us in the last scripture that you're supposed to understand the unseen by something you can see. Every unseen reality, the Bible says, has a seen parallel. But in the case of Jesus, God is saying, he's not just a parallel. He's the image. Electricity is not the image of the anointing. A human father is not, quote-unquote, the image of the divine father, except he is a father who lets God work through him to father his children. So, a father can be a picture of God, whether or not he knows God. You can understand to some degree how God loves us by watching a father love his children. But he only becomes the image of God when he is submitted to God and allows God work through him in his children. In essence, a father who is aligned with God and, and invested with his spirit then goes from being a picture 
picture of God's fatherhood to being the image of God's fatherhood. Tony, listen, because God is now fathering that man's children through the dad. That's the difference between a picture and an image. A good husband is a picture of Christ's relationship with the church. He becomes the image of Christ when he allows Christ love his wife through him. Does that make sense? So you can love your wife and be a picture of Christ to the church. But when you surrender, when Christ, when you are aligned, when you become the hands and feet of Christ to your wife, then you become Christ's image in that marriage. And the Bible, listen, says that woman should submit to you as unto Christ. Meaning God is telling her that he hopes you will be the image. Because you don't, you don't qualify to accept worship or submission on Christ's behalf as a picture. You qualify as an image. Are you listening to me, somebody? On the flip side, you don't qualify as the image of the church to be loved by Christ. In essence, that man is, or sorry, that woman, sorry, right, is, is submitting to you, in essence, or sorry, that man is loving you, sorry. In essence, you are collecting love on behalf of the church. So, woman, you're supposed to be an image, a wife, I should say, an image. So, it, it, to qualify for Christ's love to his bride, you need to be an image of that bride. Do you get what I'm trying to say here? In essence, God is saying that there are two levels at which an unseen thing can be seen in the seen world. One is a picture that gives you an understanding of how it works. The other is an image. In essence, it is the unseen thing literally acting through something you can see. Are you with me? An image is an unseen thing exerting its influence in the seen world. And Colossians, let's go back to Chrissy says. That Jesus slash Christ is the image of the invisible God. So what is Jesus? The image of God. Every other Old Testament saint was a part of the picture. Some of them slipped into image or part of the image every now and again. That's why men like David would say, or writing about David, the Bible would say, the Lord said to my Lord, Men like Abraham would offer Isaac on an altar. Men like Moses would be, God would be upset with them for striking a rock. Because he was saying, see, I'm using you as a picture. And in those moments, you slipped into being an image. In essence, you weren't just demonstrating me. You were exerting me in the seen world. Noah, when you built an ark, it wasn't just a picture, it was an image. The same way Christ would be our salvation, 
from the destruction of the generation, that ark was an image or a piece, sorry, of the image. Well, the Bible says Jesus Christ is the full image of the invisible God. Can I get some keys? Yeah. Sounds a revival. Okay, I think we're back. So what does this mean in simple English? Because somebody's probably thinking, preacher, you have spent so much time belaboring what seems like a small point. I'm about to make a statement, which hopefully, if you have been following my belaboring of this point, will now make you go, ah, hear me can you guys hear me let me know okay this is why Tony I went through all that trouble especially in explaining the concept of an image let's draw a line from day one to today in the next few minutes God is spirit, in bracket A, which means he's a member of the unseen world. He desires proskineo, in essence, a member of the unseen world is desiring members of the seen world to relate with him. especially in a manner of honor, worship, proskineo. But for now, let's assume it was any kind of relationship. An unseen monarch wants a relationship with seen entities. In fact, he first created those seen entities in their relationship with him, an office in the scene to teach a lesson as to how other unseen beings were supposed to relate with him. He is mindful of those members of the seen world. They're important to him and he seeks to visit them. Those members of the seen world are comprised of spirit, which is an unseen component, but also soul and body. Body is seen, spirit is unseen, soul is the love child of the two. Like we said, these are the only creatures in creation that are legal residents of the two worlds. Mankind is the only created being that is a legal resident of both unseen and seen worlds. We special, yeah. Thank, thanks be to God. 
Are you with me so far? Man messed up in that assignment and was locked out of the unseen. That's what, that's what sin did. We, we fell short of God's glory. In essence, while a part of us still existed in the unseen, we lost the right to function authoritatively in that realm without the connection of another member of the realm. In the enemy's kingdom, it's Satan, the demonic. In God's kingdom, it is God and his, his Holy Spirit. So God needed to reset the clock to do two things. He needed to correct the error, but he didn't want to abandon the original plan and the people he created to fulfill it. So he calls for another image. He calls for another image. All Jesus is, is Adam with the full conscious will of Yahweh. There's nothing else different between them. Componently, they are the same. Assignment-wise, they are the same. The difference is, Adam was created, right? Jesus was begotten. Adam was created as a, an entity that existed completely and apart from God. Jesus was created with a different container, disrobed of the quote-unquote divine glory, but still sharing the core eternal understanding. Does that make sense? G Adam was AI. Jesus was a remote control. That's the only difference. And he is now the image designed to bring the failed first image and his sons back into imagery. So that means two things. Number one, Tony, the unseen realm now is designed to be interacted with through Jesus. He's now the gateway. He's the only legal gateway. So what we talk about salvation, no man commit to the Father. No man commit. The Old Testament was God coming to us. In the New Testament, God wants us to come to him. So he, at the cross, he came to us. He opened the door. It's called Jesus. I am the way the truth and the life no man comes god can no longer visit any man except through jesus how first his work what he did on the cross secondly being in christ meaning being surrendered to him thirdly switching your nefesh from the failed first imager adam to the second one and then fourthly, following his example. Jesus is now the embassy, the visa. Are you listening to me? The constitution and the phrase book. You know when you travel to a country, you don't speak the language, you have a phrase book. And the phrase book 
of God's portion of the unseen world. In essence, if you will step and function in the unseen without ending up in the other kingdom, you have to enter as Jesus and stay in him. One, his work, you identify with his work. Two, you follow his example. Three, you maintain allegiance to him. And four, listen, you understand that when you cross that barrier, Tony, you are him. Let me repeat. When you cross that barrier into the unseen world, you are now him there. In essence, the unseen world treats him like he is you, like you are him. Sorry, that's an image. So Jesus is this interesting piece of the puzzle. He's the image of the seen to the unseen and the image of the unseen to the seen. That's why he's called a mediator. Tony, you are not a mediator if you only represent one party. Then you are an attorney. An attorney takes the side of one party. So if Jesus was God's image alone to the seen world, he would not be a mediator. So he started his life as God's image. Jesus was God saying, this is my picture, but he also has my effect. That's why everywhere he went, the Bible says he was doing good. When Jesus was angry, God was angry. When he was grieved, God was grieved. When he wept, God wept. When he healed, God healed. But on the cross, he then did the other side. In essence, the first part of Jesus' ministry was what God did with Abraham. Remember? He spoke through our fathers, not to. Hebrews 1, get it wrong. Ho, he spoke through or as is what the Bible literally said. He spoke as the patriarchs, as their lives. So the first part of Jesus' assignment was God walking through Abraham's carcasses. That was the first three and a half years of his ministry. Jesus was God on earth. Then at the cross, he became earth in heaven. He turned around and in his walk from the house of the high priest to the cross, history tells us he walked through the exact spot Abraham laid that sacrifice. He completed the covenant. He then turned around as man and that's why he told Mary, don't touch me. I have not yet ascended. Mary, I've done, I've imaged God to the earth. I haven't imaged man or the earth back to God. And that's why the Bible says that he cleansed the heavenly utensils. Why? Because Adam defiled them. Why? Because Adam was also supposed to be a bi-directional image. Adam was supposed to be God's image to the innocence. God's image to the falling, the beings no longer in his, in his region. And also the image to the seen world. But he was also supposed to be the opposite. He was supposed to be the representation of the seen world in the council of heaven. Adam was supposed to be the voter, the MP of the earth in heaven. And remember, the earth was the site where Satan and his rebellious angels came to. 
We see this in the story of Enoch, if you read the book of First Enoch, an extra biblical book. How the fallen angels asked Enoch to plead with God on their behalf. It's a, it's a type of Adam's ministry. That's why we're told we would judge angels, right? So, because they were on the earth, Adam was supposed to be their MP. And he messed up. So, Jesus now becomes that bi-directional image. But now, when we enter him, Tony, he's no longer just our access. He is now our example. In essence, we are now supposed to be bi-directional too. That's where priesthood comes. That's why when he finished his assignment, on the earth he was Savior and Messiah. He was Son of God. Now that he's finished, in essence, his job as Savior is referring to what he did before. Think about it. The Savior is referring to his finished work. But what is his current work, Tony? Priesthood. Savior, salvation. His Bible says he is the author of eternal salvation. It's done. Jesus doesn't need to save each new person again. It's like Leonardo da Vinci. When you, when you paint one painting, you're done. Now, you can enjoy that painting for the rest of your life, but it's done. I'm recording this teaching today. In 10 years' time, people will see it on, on, on YouTube, but I won't be preaching in 10 years' time this sermon. In 10 years' time, I'll be preaching another one. It may be the same content, but I'll be preaching another one. Salvation has been done. What he's currently doing is priesthood. And what is priesthood? Mediation. Now, Jesus is a spinning top. When God has anything to do in the earth, it's Jesus. When the earth has anything to do in heaven, it's Jesus. There is now therefore one mediator, Hebrew says, between God and man, the man, Jesus Christ. There is now therefore one mediator, Chrissy's trying to get a hold of you, Tony. Between God and man, the man, Jesus Christ. Let me repeat. When heaven has any business in the earth, it's Christ. When the earth has any business in heaven, it is Christ. And that's why, Tony, we are told that we are seated in Christ. That's the, that's the unseen place. We are seated as Christ in heavenly places. Where? Far above principalities and powers. Tony, it's an office. Somebody type office. It's an office. And what's the office supposed to do? If God is the King of England, Jesus, listen to me, is the Prime Minister. He's elected from men by democracy. 
He's the only one, the high priest, that has access behind the Holy of Holies. Technically, the head of state of the UK is who? Who, Tony? The king. Technically. So when the prime minister is elected, he has to be, quote-unquote, appointed by the king. All the dealings of the office of head of state are invested in that prime minister. Does that make sense? Tony, talk to me. Talk. Does that make sense? However, when he walks into... So when Rishi Sunak walks into Buckingham Palace, he is the United Kingdom's people holding the king accountable. When he comes out into parliament, he is the king's will. That's what it used to be. I know it's a bit different now. It's what he's supposed to be the king's will manifested. And listen, he is the quote and unquote governor, but he doesn't govern Tony the UK directly. How does he govern? Through a parliament. Each elected from a different constituency. Sent to parliament to be seated. That's why in an election we call them seats. And that's why believers are called the elect. Because all the prime minister supposedly is, if there was no divided party and there should be no division in the church, it's like a one party state, like China, right? One party state is elect, we're called the elect. Bible says we were chosen out of every nation, tribe, creed, and tongue as a representation of this seen realm, seated with and in Christ, governing in a heavenly parliament as a bi-directional. We have received our original instruction that Adam messed up back in the second Adam or the last Adam. So Christ is what? The image of God. Express image of an unseen God. But he's also, listen, listen, he's also the example and the technology of our own imagery of the unseen God. The entirety of the Bible was designed to tell this story. So we are born again as the first step of identifying with his work. His nefesh, his life, comes into us. The Holy Spirit that was his inspiration starts to bring us by a set of dealings into alignment so that and, and keep us within the parameters of being in him such that as him we can safely straddle the seen and the unseen to represent the seen in the unseen and the unseen in the seen in essence he is both our replacement our life and our example we enter him stay in him and act as him
that's why the Bible says that in all things he has preeminence but you can't understand him if you don't understand what he's the center of the last 16 days we've rushed through quote and unquote the pretext the next 16 days we're going to try and unpack it treat the last 16 days as the old testament we've been building up to today from tomorrow we will be unpacking today what does that mean practically how does this then in a sense how does this then work out to do that we're going to have to go back to the old testament first we're going to have to understand the covenant what the law was who abraham was because the bible says that if you are christ's then you are abraham's meaning the seed god was talking about to abraham was christ not isaac christ and heirs inheritors of a promise what promise how does that work when it says you are seated above principalities and powers who are they why is it important that we must be seated above them what are the what are the what are the consequences tony of not taking our seat above them what does it mean that he is the fullness of all that feels all and what did it mean when the John who loved him while he was alive met him in the book of Revelation what was the switch what does it mean for us to go from putting our head on his chest to understanding that he's the one who stands among the stars and walks among the candlesticks what does it mean when the Bible says he's the lamb who was slain and yet is standing that he's the only one who was worthy to open the book and the seal that he's the rider of a white horse tony with a sword coming through his mouth and as the book of jude says he is returning king james says with ten thousand of his saints the greek says in or as ten thousand of his saints so when we say it's all about Jesus. We're right. But do we really understand what it means to be all about Jesus? We think he's just saying the sinner's prayer. But then going back to living our normal lives, making sure we don't smoke, drink, or fornicate. And then someday go to heaven. Oh, sir. It means we have stepped into an eternal play, an eternal office. An eternal script and if we don't read it we can't act it out correctly finally we'll understand what the Bible really means when it says but the Lord said to my Lord sit at my right hand until meaning when the enemies have been made the footstool something else should happen he should what stand sit on till meaning after the enemies have been made the footstool it's no longer time to sit arise shine so how do you arise 
it means to arise there are enemies that are you getting it now that must be placed under your feet for you to arise and now that you've arisen what are you supposed to do what is your book designed to facilitate you see why this is on the road to the summit because when what happens in november happens if you don't get it you will waste it you will pervert it you become like men and women who've walked into this they have been several generations that the bible says have tasted of the powers of the world to come but if you don't understand what you are why why am i right why is god about to put some place put put place and put something on me my generation has not seen before why is there an anointing coming on me that will make me another man why is there see see all that's been happening Tony these last few weeks are the foreshadowing of a dimensional shift is happening tomorrow is bleeding into today this is the John the Baptist phase where the two covenants are blending two dispensations something is happening our generation has been chosen by god to be the pluroma the the final piece of the puzzle but we don't see so we're we we in danger as a generation of inheriting something we don't understand the significance of and like the prodigal son whenever you give a child an inheritance without a purpose what happens And so God says to our sons, daughters, I can't, I, I don't want to, I don't want to condemn you to mismanage what's coming. It's about to get, it's about to get live. The next 16 days I stand here are going to be interesting. And in this generation, one man or woman of God alone will not transcend into these things. We're all going together. It won't be rev and wow. Tony, see, Tony, see. My job over these next few years is to replace your awe with honor. There's a difference. Children start out being in awe of their parents. Daddy is so big. Daddy is so tall. Daddy has so much money. In essence, daddy is not on my level. There's things about daddy that I am in awe of because I could never see myself being daddy. When that child, if, the, if daddy does a good job, all should be replaced with honor. In essence, the child now knows I can do what daddy does. And maybe even better, but it makes me respect him even more. Because I now know that to be what I was in awe of took a lot does that make sense that should be the job of spiritual leadership we should lead people from awe to honor the less see tony the more honor you have for me the less in awe you should be of me you didn't get it you didn't get it let me repeat the it, you should go from saying i could never be married to one woman could never be married to one woman for, for 13 years without cheating on her. That's all. Wow. But then, a time should come where it's honor. Meaning, 
I know how to be married to one woman for 13 years without cheating on her. But wow, that gives me a lot more honor for my pastor because I understand what it takes. So I'm no longer in awe of you. You're no longer a God to me. I can now see myself walking in what you walk in. But my honor for you has doubled because I now appreciate what it takes to get there. That's the job of leadership. And that's why in this situation, this, see, in this generation, the days of single idahosas, single wigglesworths are over. There'll be many of us, Tony. Many of us. No longer will you be able to boast about what you carry. You'll only be able to boast about who you carry. Honor in the kingdom will be based on how much of Christ you can image as an example and how many people owe their ability to image him to your involvement in their lives. Let me repeat. The leader of tomorrow's church will not be the most anointed man in the building necessarily. He'll be the man that the most people can point at and say, I would not have come into this same level but for your involvement in my life. It's not I'm looking up to you because I'll never be you. It is thank you for making me you. I owe being you and more to what you did. And that's why God is opening scrolls. Let's pray. By the way, we're back tonight at 11 p.m. for seven days. Today is night two. We're praying. In, see, we're, we're, we're opening fire in intercession on the enemy's agenda, but also laying hold on God's promise. Uh, don't miss it as much as possible these seven days. We have six left starting tonight at 11 p.m. UK time. That's in roughly two hours and eight minutes from now but can you now see Tony why the old saints would say I'll give you an example the modern day songwriter says Holy Spirit do what you love reveal Jesus to us <sighs> nearer my God to thee nearer to thee Three things we pray to see thee more clearly, Jesus. Love you more dearly, Jesus. Follow you more nearly. Je it, see, th this is the real reason why the Lord's prayer is quoted, or the, or the sinner's prayer is quoted as saying, Lord Jesus, come into my heart. Why is he purpose for it? coming to my nefesh coming to my suki possess me make me you while the Holy Spirit is told we're told about him that he takes of the things of Jesus 
and reveal. That's why Jesus said, it's better for you that I go. Because I'm trapped in one body. But when I see, right now I'm trapped with you. But if you let me go, I can come back in you and as you. It's not designed to be head knowledge. Somebody pray tonight. Say, Lord, reveal Jesus to me in this season of my life. Pray. Impart Christ to me. Help me find you and become one with you. You're the way, the truth, and the life. Be my way, be my truth. My life. Be my journey. <laughs> be my understanding. And be my reality. Be my wisdom. Be my life. Jesus. Jesus, there is no other name. Not the, not, the, not, not the pronunciation. There's a Jesus who plays for Arsenal, Tony. So calling the name Jesus is not a trick. The word means Joshua. One of them lost a world title recently in boxing. The name, Tony, is the nature, the office and the authority and we need as a generation to rediscover it that we may correctly interact with it God help us in that name somebody put your hands together for the Lord tonight come on alrighty like I said, we'll see you tonight at 11 p.m. first, and then back tomorrow at 7 p.m. to carry on talking about Jesus in even more detail. And over this next 16 days, we're going to go back to some of the things we opened up in the first 16. And we're going to finesse them a little bit more. If you haven't registered for the summit, do so now. If you haven't volunteered to serve at the summit and you can or would like to, feel led to, please do so now. If you want to give as a one-off or become a partner of Kingdom Culture and all that we do, including prayer culture that we are a founding part of, the details on how to give on your screen, but please also send us an email to kingdombuilders at kculture so we can uh, include you in our response of spiritual value and practical to to our partners I love you guys I'm excited for you Tony because I mean all of us all of you because we're about to walk through a realm over these next few weeks 
your life will never be the same again. Hmm? Yes, no, in that way too, yes. Because when you find your place in the image ship of Christ, ooh, heaven goes berserk. When you take your place at the center of that eternal messianic office, the power of heaven, the wisdom of heaven, the resource of heaven, and the influence of heaven come flooding through. You literally have to be a valve. You have to sometimes shut down what heaven is passing. You have to say, I, I, I don't really need this right now. Whether it be the anointing, it be wisdom, it be finance, it be compassion. You have to switch certain things off as opposed to looking for them. But until you get there, the Bible says the hair. Remember, if you are Christ's, then you are Abraham's seed. And you are a hair according to the promise. But the hair while a child differs nothing from a servant, though he be Lord of all. The time has come to stop living as servants in the same house we will one day inherit. Say congratulations to your neighbor. See you tomorrow. We'll see you tonight at 11 p.m. Um, same platform you're on right now. Just come back this evening at 11 p.m. That's in exactly two hours from now. And again, if you want to give, the details are on your screen. Do as the Lord and occasion serve you. Love you. Excited for what's to come. See you soon. Bye-bye. Mm -hmm.